venite vos seor sum in desertum locum, requiescite usivum. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Come ye to a place apart, to a desert place, and be ye refreshed a little. The liturgical providence of God has been quite astonishing in that the three monastic feasts that surround Don Cassian's profession and illuminate our retreat, St. Aylred Abbot, the feast of Saints Moore and Placid, the day before yesterday and today, our Father among the Saints, Anthony of the Desert. Um, we have in these feasts, and notably in today's feasts, uh, feast a divine presentation of the grace and the mystery of a monastic vocation. The office of St. Anthony Abbot is magnificent and it encircles the hours of the office, encircle the Mass like the setting of a most precious jewel. The Mass being the jewel and the hours like precious stones encircling it and picking up its radiance and diffusing its radiance uh, through all the hours of the day. And I would invite you to take up the proper office of St. Anthony Abbot and uh, meditate it in the patristic sense of that word meditate, uh, to repeat so that by repetition, um, the words of life given us in this office might descend from the mind into the heart. Sometimes people go to great lengths to uh, create, to produce uh, texts, and to grind out meditations, and all of that isn't necessary for one who trusts himself to the liturgical providence of God. Such a man will never be disappointed and will never go away empty. Uh, and so in this office of St. Anthony, I, I consider the uh, antiphons on the Psalms and they trace for us really um, the whole monastic itinerary from hearing the call uh, to the carrying out of the call, uh, and this uh, to the very end. So I would invite you to, to look at the antiphons, to look also at the short responsories. We sometimes pass over the short responsories and, and uh, don't really take them in. I was very moved last evening when um, Don Castian sang uh, 
Quirite Dominum et confirmamini, seek ye the Lord and be his strength, and quirite faciem meus semper, seek always his face. Uh, that takes us uh, to uh, what St. Benedict says in chapter 58 of the Holy Rule, doesn't it? To see if a man knocking at the door of the cloister truly seeks God. Not God in some pantheistic or philosophical way, but the God who reveals his glory shining on the face of Christ Jesus, as St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4. So the man who comes to the monastery to seek God seeks the face of Christ. And uh, this seeking after Christ, this desire for Christ, this passionate love for Christ, uh, certainly um, shines out of the life of St. Anthony given us by St. Athanasius. The hymn also uh, was that we sang last night at Vespers um, was quite remarkable and I hope that at some point uh, one, of, one of you would take uh, the task of translating uh, that hymn because it's certainly the, um, the content of the hymn is not to be missed. The Magnificat Antiphon last night is the very uh, uh, sentence of the Gospel that so struck the young Antony when he arrived at the Divine Liturgy, not at the beginning, but walked into church as the Gospel was being chanted by the deacon. And the words of the Gospel seem to come out of the mouth of the deacon and go right into the heart of Anthony. Sivis perfectus esse vade vende omnia que habes et da pauperibus et abebis tesarum in celo et veni sequere me. That's the, the, uh, the dart, that sentence is the dart that the divine archer shot into the heart of young Antony. And so it's, it's the beginning of his monastic vocation, but in fact of every monastic vocation, if, if thou wouldst be perfect, to go sell what thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. And um, at the hours, uh, the antiphons are, uh, each one uh, merits meditation and consideration. And so too, uh, to the very end of the day, uh, when we will sing at the Magnificat this evening, um, that wonderful text from Romans uh, that we heard uh, not a few, just a few days ago um, at the Capitul and again at the Epistle of Mass, Exhibeamus corpora nostra hostiam viventem sanctam deo placentem. Uh, let us present our bodies as a, a, living, a living victim, living victim, a sacrificial offering, hostia, holy, pleasing unto God. And uh, the, the antiphon, with the freedom that comes from the Holy Ghost, takes the text from Romans and juxtaposes it with that other text from 2 Corinthians, 
semper mortificationem Jesu in corpore nostro, circumferentes, always carrying about in our bodies the death of Jesus, that the life of Jesus uh, might be uh, made manifest in our bodies. The, um, uh, the double mention, the double naming of Jesus in the Magnificat Antiphon um, is significant. Um, it, it, it gives to the whole antiphon um, a certain describable sweetness and even the melodic treatment of the name of Jesus in the antiphon is worthy of note. So, I've said nothing about the, the capitula of this office, but again, um, they take us to the heart of what it means to be a monk. So I, I, I'm in awe, as I often am, of the liturgical providence of God for us uh, during this retreat. And uh, I would only exhort you to honor the liturgical providence of God by taking to heart all that is giving up, given us, not only at Holy Mass, but indeed at every hour of the work of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.